welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with all of our lovely people. Hello, lovely people. Hello, Hello lovely, lovely people. That's you. <laughs> oh, yes. right. Hi. Oh, yeah. God. You can hear the spirit of Christmas. I'm in the wrong place. Where we've recorded the episode you're about, the mercifully short episode you're about to hear, dear readers. We had a stab at sounding Christmassy, and I'll be honest with you, we failed. But now it really is actually Christmas, so we ought to try and do a bit better. Anyway, since it's Why, Christmas... Uh, I've got something... Wait to ask you why couldn't mary and joseph join their work conference call <laughs> uh because there was no zoom at the end yes i wonder how many christmas crackers that one's in uh, that's a very much far too expensive for a Christmas does it reach does it joke. reach the standard i don't know that it does it's nearly <laughs> the end of the year and i asked our readers uh in fact we have no paul so dan if you will put on the special gloves okay and reach deep into the folds of paul's uh, extended it's a bit bag it's a bit musky just pass over what you find we can have a think about this ourselves but we've had some communication from our readers chaps about their favorite bits of the last year not many communications <laughs> as, you, <laughs> as you might expect they're basically four people or something but hey half the readership um, and i think the overriding impression one gets from reading their responses is that it hasn't been great since kind of January. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I can tell, most of the things are about hooves. They quite liked hooves. And they quite liked the champion's belt. Well, the champion's, champion's belt, was belt was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Then after that, there are very few specific call-outs of things that we've done, which makes me think, oh dear, okay. I enjoyed the champion's belt very much. I think it was definitely the best thing we've done. Mm. I quite enjoyed the bit afterwards and going back to the cairn. But I've honestly, I've found this last one a bit of a trudge. Well, it's fight, it's fighty, but that that is a large Super part fighty. of D and D. And we've been blessed, I think, yes. in this adventure path that it's not been massively fighty. I mean, it's you know, it's an odd one. Obviously, there's a difference between what works well as a story that yeah. runs week to week for these poor, long-suffering people to endure. And what we would normally play just sitting around, you know, doing whatever we do, which would probably be very dungeon-y and very fighty, right? Mm. So, you know, I mean, you're going to have a bit of both. Anyway, uh, any of you got anything that you particularly, you know, found, I don't know, I found, oh, I've, interesting? I found, you know, some some stuff in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You know. Anything re relevant to our discussion? Um, yeah. If you're struggling to think of what to get someone for a Christmas gift, get them a fridge and watch mm. their face light up when they open it. <laughs> that's all i can say i think he writes christmas cracker jokes maybe that's what dan's yeah, always I, done I again another one that doesn't meet the standard i fear i think huh. he sends them in to the company that <laughs> makes them. he just gets a, another another letter dear sir <laughs> thank you for your most recent submission we regret that once again we are unable to include your joke in our latest product line <laughs> we're going in another direction all right the, the <laughs> yeah, champion's yeah. belt was really good Mm. Yes, uh, the, I agree. Back in well, the cairn, that dungeon was a bit pointless. It, yes. There's some rooms that didn't work. It doesn't mean that it I was a bit annoyed now. that we couldn't finish the dragon off, buggered off before we got to yeah. polish him off. Yeah. Mike, yeah, but that was, well, that was Mike it, going, it, I don't want to have another big fight. Well, it did get polished off. It's just got polished off while you were in there mm. by... <laughs> this complex is okay. I'm enjoying this. I like, I like this, yeah. I mean, it may not be great radio but oh, I, I like i'm it. not so much i'm not so much thinking about whether i'm enjoying it in itself i 
it's not the nature of it. It's just, it's quite, it seems to be taking us quite a long time. Well, I don't know how long, how, we how, are many, quite how many weeks we've been doing it for. Yeah. Well, this one <laughs> must be, I mean, this, no, this is I mean, book seven and we started it in episode 101, didn't we? I could, 100 and something, yeah. And we're about 100 and this, I think this episode will be 121, 100. Yeah, so we've been going for about 20 episodes. It's, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed it's like it. half a year. Well, I mean. Half a year on this complex. Well. 20 episodes. Are you kidding? I can't remember. Oh, I think. Four readers. This will amaze you that I actually do some preparation. Mm. But I did listen back to a couple of the first Markush episodes. And there is a lot of references in that to how hot it was. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> I think we must have recorded that in, in August, basically. Yeah. In our mankinis. Jim Stewart liked the champion's belt. He says, anything with testapod, he'll testapod. He loved hooves. Uh, He liked his voice. He says, I'm sure you needed a glass of beer for your throat after each hooves encounter, Mm. which I did. Mm. Neck oil. We also converted some readers to neck oil. I really chat about that. Mark liked his favorite moment was not from the champion's belt. It was, in fact, from the return to the cairn. He liked the bit where Johnny realized that he'd got a flame tongue greatsword and that that didn't have a plus mm. <laughs> it's just like fuck it fuck i can't remember it. from that fuck conversation <laughs> so, uh, that made me laugh uh, Stuart liked the concept of sessions having to wear special body armor like the press have in those war zones <laughs> only with cleric written on it <laughs> apparently that came up at one point everybody loves the bits with Johnny I say everybody Three other people that contacted us loved that um, Johnny gets rid of the bad dice rolls. <laughs> yeah. It's a, mm. it's a very popular. It's a good tip, though, for those readers out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. to, yeah, uh, I, you keep going yeah. for that, Johnny. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's there. They wouldn't have occurred to them. Tried and tested yeah. over 40, uh, <laughs> 44 how, how, years. How double blind. 44 years. Well, the results have been absolutely <laughs> spectacular as well. I think we can all agree. <laughs> anyway. Lee liked double blind fact, study like, to whether it works getting out the bad dice rolls. Well, he went blind. He, does. he tried that with the prismatic, <laughs> the prismatic spray. Yeah, well, where did it well. get him? Yeah. It got him blind. Well, I, yeah, and on the I should have blade. rolled the bad oh, dice my. roll just another couple of times. Yes, yeah, and so. <laughs> then it sent to another dimension. <laughs> Lee liked us going back to the can. He liked the stuff with the spider. Do you remember all yeah. of that? He liked all the stuff with the shadow world, which yeah. might be relevant again now. yes uh, loves uncle buggy thought uncle buggy did very well in that episode another person put um hood whoever hood is just put zombie in a bag <laughs> this year's must have accessory one of the prizes yeah. on the an old century my favorite bits have been the return of i mean as a dm the return of grimbold in that final showdown. And I have to admit, I derived some satisfaction from the cursed figurine of, <laughs> the cursed figurine of wondrous power. That I did it not was, enjoy. You just love to argue over your magic. Well, it's, 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 do we it's interesting, though, isn't it? Because we argue and fight over magic, but we mm. very rarely have cursed items. Yeah, but I mean, you were given effectively a whole room full of cursed items. <laughs> and you identified pretty correctly <laughs> that most of them had something very dodgy about them and you got rid of them, but you were very pleased that you'd got hold of the figurine. And I remember sitting there thinking that is going to come back and bite them on the arse at the worst possible moment. Mm. And, and it did. Mm. We have another reader who really likes the fact that <laughs> this is an old practice, Shane, 
calling questionable PCs scaly. <laughs> Any PC where people think mm. things is a bit funny about mm. he likes that. He likes yep. that as an innovation. Is that from a, a film? Originally? I don't think it is. Oh, I think right. it just came in many years ago. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was They Live or something. I can't remember. Lizard Men. Yeah. It was something it's been where... like a hundred years. Yes. That's if Nico, yeah, Nico exactly. derived, isn't it? Could Maybe. be. Very Could be Nico. Our, yes, that sounds, building, that sounds yeah. very Nico. I can hear in my mind or visualize Nico just leveling an accusatory finger across the table <laughs> yes. and going, <laughs> Scaly! <laughs> pointing at somebody. So I suspect that that's where it's come from. So for the reader's benefit, Nico is one of the Billing Hilltop founders. years of ago. He's one of the founders. Yes. Join the Along podcast. with Joss, but they don't participate in the in this. Which is a great Shamp- Far too important. Cavalcade. Anyway, there we are. I mean, I think I've kind of covered most of our readers' contributions. Anybody got anything else that they um, look back on with affection? No. No. Well, I quite liked the um, the alternate sessions and also sitting around doing Ooh, nothing I- for what felt like ever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty boring when those things are. Well, I mean, it's just it's part and parcel of the way it works. But the alternate but, oh, sessions the, didn't uh, really do anything we are still no, no, I was very excited that he was going to do something about. yeah but it freaked you it freaked you all out it did which yes, was the point yeah, of it. it did well that shadow roll Fog- is really odd yeah fog lamp sessions yeah that shadowy bit was fun and the spider was, was like fun. may or something arguments about magic arguments about metagaming uh, nobody's nobody's highlighted those as 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 high points, points of the year mm, you should ask no. for low points anyway let's see if they turn i think there. we should play some D, should we not why not or rather we aren't actually going to play some D, but we are but we're going to play some D&D that you're not about to hear. We're going to play some D&D that you're going to hear in the future. It's all rather confusing. But anyway, Merry Christmas, readers. And, and thank you for your continued endurement of our shambolic Do you know production. how Mary and Joseph get their groceries delivered? <laughs> um, On a little donkey. Mm. <laughs> Dear sir, again. <laughs> My favourite bit is the we bit where Dan interest, started telling yeah. really bad Christmas jokes. And yeah. didn't stop. Yeah. Let's push on. Let's push on. As always, we would love it if you were to rate or review us on your podcast app of choice. It helps us. Maybe we could double our readership next year to 25 people. Does that mean that Ooh. we have half a reader? I suspect we do. You can find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, at Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Mastodon. Is that a thing? At Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Tumblr, where you can see our maps and illustrations and character art and so forth. Some new maps and bits and bobs are going to be going on there soon. Otherwise, I have no news or information, so let's push on with episode 120, a mercifully short episode 121 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Violent Night. Good evening, everybody. Good yeah. evening. Good evening, everybody. Sorry, right, I'm the only one that ever bothers to respond when you say oh, something. Oh, well, no, like I know, but I can help say it there, other people. I cut a paste. Yeah, I've got I've got enthusiastic hello from all of you, which I drop in in the edit. Hello. <laughs> so that's why it always sounds like you're already keen to play. Well, you know, really, that you're going to be dragged here. Yeah, kicking, kicking and, and screaming. screaming. Where are my notes? Where are my notes? I can't find my notes. So we've been waiting for Lucas, and we've been waiting for me, and all this time you haven't got your notes sorted. No, I got my yes. notes. I got my notes. Oh, you're going to wish I hadn't got my notes because I've got well, yeah. <laughs> I have been a nasty monster. Uh, good evening, readers. Good morning, readers, or wherever you may be. In the car, I think we determined they're in the car. Open your eyes. Mm. I'm here with everybody, including returned from his leg extension surgery in the United States, Lucas. <laughs> Unsuccessful <laughs> leg extension surgery. I think we can all say that that's a little bit, Was that a metric that imperial mix-up? Why are you, yes. like, massively <laughs> out of proportion? <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, whatever. Also, I have the golden form of glowing Dan, shadowy Graham, <laughs> corpulent, moist Johnny. <laughs> and in his beaker. I'm not fat. Paul. <laughs> Lucy has put the electrodes in. Yes. Okay. Well, that's oh, dear. what you do at the weekend is none of our business. I think it's Christmas this week. I mean, in pod land, you know, whatever. So yeah, we've been told. Pod land. So, yeah. Happy. Um, hello, readers. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we hope you have Merry a nice Christmas. Christmas. That sounds Merry so Christmas. genuine. Yeah. <laughs> hello, readers. <laughs> Merry to... Christmas. <laughs> it's, t- <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult to... to Properly summon the Christmas. Spirit. It's a bit. It's a bit like you know, Jules Holland's from Mutinani from recorded a, in June. Mm. That genuine, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant as in shit. But yeah, I can't stand it. Just can't stand it. It must happen. Sorry, this is a bit of a weird non sequitur. But it must happen that you record a show for Christmas and then you've got to hang on to it, you know, for ages, and you might mm. lose it before you <laughs> actually get to broadcast it. That must You're be, talking about podcasts or like TV shows? No, TV, like Hootenanny. Imagine if they recorded Hootenanny and then it got to Christmas. It's like, where did, where did you leave it? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> where did you put the Hootenanny Where did you put the Hootenanny Oh, shit. What are we going to do? Uh, it is my pet. My we pet hate. Great escape. Uh, left yeah. it on a train. Christmas versions of things recorded outside Christmas where it's really obvious that they've just spread yes. fake snow over. Like the Tesco ad. I trees. Think that one at the moment. Looks really dodgy. What's that one? Well, it's I don't know. Is it Tesco? It's like with the with the. Oh well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great big tree. No, Marks and Spencer's has got a great big tree in like full leaf in the middle of the square <laughs> where they're all having their Christmas yes. moment. Yes, this is just obviously due. <laughs> and Bake Off do it when the people put coats on mm. and scarves, even <laughs> though, even though it's the summer. Anyway, it is Christmas, uh, readers. It's Christmas this week. I don't. We think when you listen to this, so we hope you have a nice one. Should we have a recap? Can anybody remember where we were? We were in the lobby in the silent spell with a gelatinous cube and a thing on one side, beetle on one side. That's right. And the six-armed nasty prismatic spray monster on the other. Greebly is the word that Paul's been using. I like the word greebly. Also, you lost buggy. Johnny oh, and yes. I will be <laughs> popping into the broom cupboard periodically to catch up on Uncle Buggy's... Um, I was going to say death saves. That's giving That's giving stuff away. But anyway, we'll be popping in to catch up on Uncle Buggy's fortunes. It's a better word. But not now. Let's keep the, the clock running. Last week, we smashed the crystal. And yes, it seemed to destroy the crystal scythe it was using to that's protect right. itself. Close. Yes, close enough. It has a weird sort of sickly thing. And it had a green crystalline rod that That's shattered right. that was probably the treasure as the wave of energy released by smashing your crystal on the ground was about to engulf it the yeah the rod he wasn't shattered. very happy about it wasn't very happy about it but clearly the sacrifice of that rod protected it against the wave of anti undead whatever it is kryptonite energy yeah but to be fair it necronite. didn't look like a Let's very call it necronite. didn't look didn't look like a very happy creature to begin with it's not exactly been Charlie Chuckles since you first met it. No. Where we left things, yes, <laughs> sessions. Mm-hmm. Your dispel magic roll. That is where we left things. Ah. Um, I interrupted a re-roll, of course, uh, because the first attempt failed. But this time using Burple's Ort Dice. Oh, God. Ugh, very selfless no. gesture. Not tonight's Ort Dice, of course. <laughs> 
that would be cruel. Last week's, last week's hot dice. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, it's going to go perfectly, Eat. perfectly well. Okay, but you, you know, but we think it's you need a number, quite a big number, quite a big number. It's a caster level check. You don't know what the target number is, but you know, the bigger the better. Off we go. I just, uh, you know, I've been rolling like shit. I mean, yeah, so if I. you're feeling like, you know. you know, you don't like that, you could always let Dan roll. It is his ought dice, but it's your wisdom bonus. <laughs> just well, no, no, I'm just, I'm just giving oh, you the I'll give it. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to roll. Here we go. We're going to do it. 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 We've got to believe. You've got to roll against the teacup. You're going to get. Yeah, sure. We'll be rolling against the teacups. Oh, it's a 16. 16 is plus a D8. Yep. Yeah, I reckon we're going to do it. I reckon. Yes, well, seventeen or eighteen. Oh, God, right, here we go. It's Five. enough. Twenty-one. It's enough. Parker visibly okay. relaxes. Lovely. I'll just keep moving a little bit further away. Sessions keeps moving. It's the creature. Be careful, Sessions. Is that it for Sessions? Is that as far as you're moving, Sessions? It's for certain. Okay. <laughs> Be careful, Graham. I'm not trying to go too far. I'm flying. You, you, but yes, but you're not in the silence anymore, and you've got one coming up behind you. <laughs> really? There's a, there's a gelatinous cube and with a beetle behind it coming up. It doesn't move that, that fast, does it? I'm fa- how the tall sound is- does. The, the sound, sound of the chittering does. of the beetle. Oh does. fuck it! Not <laughs> <laughs> the idea of well, purple from within. Purple from within the silence spell. <laughs> Gesticulating, beckoning, <laughs> trying to grab hold of the sweepstake and pull sessions back in. Okay, I think that was a very wise. Dis- well, I don't know. I think it's fifty-fifty. Actually, let's be honest. It's fifty-fifty. Right. It's well, either the way. Nasties you can't get away. Can you? Absolutely pinned, pinned down by horrible First things. Of all, there is a slurping in the darkness. Yeah, to your okay. it's probably a good place. And almost immediately, oh no. No, well, you don't hear the slurping either, do you? But session's purple. No. In fact, I've just told you loads of stuff that you didn't need to know. Uh, 13, 40, 50, 60. Oh, I think purple just your dark vision will show you the gelatinous cube that you knew about seems to have started to start wobbling north and comes into your view through the second aperture. Right. You can speculate. You can speculate about what that might speculate. be. Beetles. And the like. Now. It's quite terrifying, this. Hmm. The thing has got to make a decision. Chooses to do prismatic spray again. No prismatic spray. <laughs> Good. No, it's much better. Yeah, it's used. The, now it's onto its ninth episode. It's spell. softened us yes, up. It works its way through. <laughs> it doesn't need yes, that. It's working its way up from seventh level. It's got a decision to make. What is it going to do? It's going to run away, Mike. Do you know what? This is terrible. the question, actually. It disappears. <sighs> really? You see it. Yeah, Session sees it. Purple, mm, I think we established that probably Purple doesn't see it, Parker sees it. Seems to <laughs> contemplate for a moment, and it winks out of existence. Purple on nine. I don't want to meet it again. It's going to another prismatic bloody spray, isn't it? It's your round. What Nick. are we thinking, guys? I think we go for the uh, cube. Yeah, but we've got kind of silence and crap going on over Well, we can wait for it to come to us. Oh, yeah. And just because it's winked out doesn't mean it's going to get another prismatic spray. It's, it, if it's well, next time it turns up, it will. Yeah, next time it will. Well, Unless why? We why it this it? time? And it's got legendary <laughs> it bloody actions. Well, it's, it's using up resources. Does it? Does, does it? 
doesn't necessarily mean it's got it two of we them. If we rest up, it rests up. Yeah, so exactly. No, so if we continue, not we. If we continue, We're it's not going to rest down. up. This is the problem. Mm. Johnny, should we jump into the broom cupboard while the guys chat about what to do next? No, I might need to nudge him. Is it, he'll bounce be asleep. Yes, he's most. asleep even when he's playing. <laughs> yep, sure. <laughs> okay, broom see you cupboard. in there. Yep, sure. Broom cupboard. Um, okay. Well, I think the thing is, is that if we rest up, it rests up. So we don't rest up. We need to get the other crystal. How resource depleted are we? I'm not. I have got. I've got some spells. I'm not. I'm not completely out, but I've got. The, I've got fifth and a fourth, which is basically dimension door walk boss. Do we have another silence spell? Uh, silence is quite low level. Uh, yes, I can cast one more silence. I'm actually running out to spells. I'm. I mean, I'm not great for spells. I've also got. So that's a third. The fifth and the fourth are our kind of get out of jail spells. I've got a third, uh, two seconds, and four first. Well, I could do a fairy fire. If we combine, if we do a silent, if we, we could uh, go to it or let it come to us, so long as we're in a silent spell. If, it comes, if it comes to us. Well, I think it will. I'm okay. wondering about doing see invisibility, you see, to see if I can see. See Johnny. Buggy, if, he, if he is on the ethereal plane. What good will that do if he is? You can see him, um, and then what? Well, we can probably communicate with him. Can he see you? On the ethereal plane, you can see onto the prime material plane, can't you? But then, but um, can you communicate between the planes? Visibly. If I can see him and he can see me. Then you can do hand signals. Yeah. What can he, though, do? I don't know how he gets well, back. Well, I was thinking about that. I mean, our transporty type spells might be able to help. How, yeah, how tough build. would you like to I mean, I'm reaching. Shall I do very far on the gelatinous cube? How nasty is it? Is it really difficult? It, I mean, in terms of hit points, is it really? They, they envelop you. They envelop you. Assuming that you, they they slow moving, paralyze you. It's, I think. The, it's the it's the chittering that we need to. So silent spell. Beetle as well. But the, the gelatinous cube. I think the gelatinous cube is more of a an attempt. A physical. Threat. Yeah. But it's if you've got if you've got a silent spell to negate the beetle. Gelatinous cube moves slowly, so you can always just avoid it. Um, but you're assuming this thing is permanently gone. It may be, but it may come back any time. It may come back any time. But if we get if we get out of here, we're going to have to come back down here anyway. I mean, we can have more spells, and you know. Potentially, you have an opportunity now, which is if John if Johnny's ethereal, I think it would help to know. Yeah. I have a no pressing need to do anything else. What I'm saying is that if we right? if we can get hold of this crystal. Yeah, I mean, if, least, we, it, if we can establish that, it might be helpful. I don't quite know. If we get the crystal, then we, by all accounts, this, the smashing of the crystal kills undead things, and the protection yes, that it's had has now gone, apparently. So I would say the focus is on getting the, the gelatinous cube dead and getting the crystal out of the gelatinous but cube. But there's not much that I can do on the gelatinous cube. Well, I can attack it without going hand to hand with it. Okay, don't go you ahead. can attack it. Bar can attack can attack it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we I do. can fairy fire on it now. That would be the most important. Detect thing. invisibility. Why? The fairy fire to improve our ability to hit it. Yeah, it doesn't do more damage though. No, but it, it does by the very nature of being able to hit it more easily. Improves concentration. Of on it. It's concentration spell. If you're doing nothing else, so what? You just stay out of the way. All you've got to do is move faster than it moves. Well, I've got haste, you see. It doesn't move very fast. 
but it gives me an extra attack. But if you look, I can move faster. Can you get in, attack, and get out again? Yeah, I've got mobility. So you can do the you can you can do the kind of the equivalent spring attack. Yeah. Okay. And all we need to do is do it in an in an environment which has got a silence for it. That's true. And then the only question we've got to have is: Do we go to it or do we let it come to us? Depends if Graham wants to burn that spell. Yeah. It may not come to us. It may not. I I I I would put money on it coming to us. It will at some stage, but not necessarily when we want it to. But it's moving, so it might just going to make it move to the north part of that room, or is it going to make it take a right turn and head towards us? And in any case, if it's moving, what looks like 15, 20 foot. 15, 20 foot around, it's going to take a few rounds to get to us anyway. Yeah. By which point we can. So you mean, you mean we should attack it? I'm saying our objective is the the crystal inside it, so that when this horrible thing, six-armed thing comes back, we've got something to attack it with. I don't disagree with you. No, that's a good start. But, but the only thing that I can do, really, at the moment, is fairy fire. Well, that is a really useful thing. I, how many hit points does a gelatinous cube have? It does have quite a few. I don't know. Quite a few. I mean, it, it depends. It could be a normal one, it could be a kind of souped-up gelatinous cube. But, Mike, so we, Mike no, we know that with this level that everything's got quite a lot of hit points. So it's about if you can get in there, if if Dan, if you can do the spring attack type thing, and it must be easy to hit. It must have a really bad. I think you might find Johnny? when you whack it, your you know there's a good uh, chance that weapons, weapons get stuck to it, ah, to it okay. or you can't use slash well, you know only piercing weapons or something. So range range is the thing. Isn't All right, it? but then Park, it's me and Parker attack. All you've got to do, Dan, is do a fairy fire. Hello. We're back. Hello. 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 Uh, what have you What have you been thinking about? Okay, so Burple yes. is going to go one, two, three, four, back into the room, into the corner outside of the yes. silence. He's going to cast. Let me just check the range. Uh, mm-hmm. That doesn't sound good. He's going to cast Fairy mm-hmm. Fire, and then he's going to move back to where he was and release it on the Gelatinous Cube. Dexterity, say DC 15 for the. For yeah, the cube. well, the cube's not going to make this save, is it? Um, I don't think it has a dexterity save. Always, you always save against well, my we'll spells. Well, yeah, blue dice of power. Saving work. with the blue dice of power. What's the, sorry, what's the DC? 15. Okay. Saving at minus 4. Therefore, we're needing a 19. One of the dice of power. Getting a 10. Oh, good for that. And failing. I had, in my head, I had envisaged. Fire of fairy. In my head, a gelatinous cube that suddenly did a pirouette and yeah. moved like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it chooses to make that save. Okay, so it is bathed in the fire of fairy. Bathed yeah. in the fire of fairy. That's purple's round. Okay, well done, purple. The fairy light, the fairy fire, catches in the uh, jagged crystalline core of the gelatinous cube. A bit of description for you there. Uncle Buggy and I have been chatting about Buggy's future or lack thereof. On 20, Alessandra. So, Mike, Mike, if I were to... It's a 10-foot cube, the fairy fire. Right. So, if if I were to highlight, say, those four squares... Right. If the beetles in it, is what I'm saying, can I... I just want to specify that I would also get target potentially that square. So, is it 10-foot by 10-foot? It's 10 foot by 10 foot, yeah. Right, so are you, are you covering the cube, which was a 10 foot by 10 foot cube? It's 20 foot by 20 foot. I'm sorry. So you're setting it to be larger so that it's 5 foot all around the cube, just so that I know that if the beetle was in there 5 feet that you can't see, it is a Well, it's actually 20 foot cube, so 
it's, it's potentially huge. bigger. Okay. Yeah. But fine. the thing, it's a 60 foot range, to be fair, is you know, the middle of the cube. Yeah, fine. I got it. I got it. I got it. You're, you're filling the chamber that the cube is in with fairy fire, is your point. If yes. the beetle happens to be in the chamber, kind yes, of near I'm enough to. Yeah, I'm expecting the beetle will be behind it somewhere, and I'm trying to get, affect the beetle as well. Yeah, okay. It's okay. not, but that doesn't matter. Let's move on to Alessandra on 20. Alessandra is going to go up and shoot at the gelatinous cube, and because it's very far, she's got advantage. an advantage, and because, it, and because it's an advantage, she's got a sneak attack. Yeah, yeah, understood. I mean, it's not the most challenging of targets. So she gets on class 20 on... Yeah, I mean, Both it's armor class. Uh, it's armor class six. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. How much damage? Right. She does forty-seven yeah. points of damage. Okay. Well, your arrow. Let me just check on the whole piercing damage, damage resistance. It passes straight okay. through. Well, your damage, damage, your arrow sort of goes <laughs> into it and stops, and it shudders, losing some of its integrity. Oh, lovely, like that. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Right, well, that's my round. On 16, it's Parker. Parker is unrestrained, but he failed to Parker save. Parker unchained. I'm just going to use my dash action as well. Oh, sorry. Okay, last little bit of, uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, just didn't want to group everybody together. Move north just so we're not grouped together for hopefully an area of effect. Let mm, see, okay, yep, last little bit of extra, yep, yep. little... Afters. Sorry, little bit of afters. afters. Right, Parker. Bit of afters. Parker. 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 Yep. Bit of afters. Parker takes his clothes off, does a running jump into the steelwork. <laughs> <laughs> something he's been meaning to do for quite some time. Why doesn't he do it? He can heal himself. Yeah. What about sessions? Don't is do going to do any healing. Well, it's not sessions. Is round. It's sessions no. is round next. I'll do the healing. Yeah. Now you roll eleven. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. Um, sessions on eleven, but. Sessions before you act, mm-hmm. a voice speaks within your mind. You hear a voice say, <coughs> whispery bad guy voice, I can't do it. It's in my throat. <laughs> no, that's not right. Halfling has a piece of the sun yet been stolen. That's what you hear. And it's your turn sessions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have nightmares. What do you think that means? Sorry, readers. You've all lost track. Yeah. We're looking at the lobby. Sessions and Burple are standing in the, the western entrance to the lobby, but inside the silence bell. Alessandra is in the northern section of the lobby, inside the silence bell. Uncle Buggy, we've no idea. Parker has tucked himself in the bottom right-hand corner. I'm going to uh, swoop down on the sweepstake into the non-silenced pocket that Burple used mm-hmm. earlier. It's about 20 feet away. I'm going to uh, cast Toll the Dead. Basically, readers, the silence spell is circular. The room is um, oblong. Therefore, there are corners. Oblong, oblong, yeah. yeah. Ready to throw it at the the first bad guy that comes within 60 feet of me, and I'm going to move myself back to where I was before. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. At the edge of the silence with my yes, ready yes, um, toll the dead spell. Yes. 60 foot is my range, so I guess. Yes. Um, On nine. First things first. Oh. Jelly cube. Does it leave the fairy fire behind it? Is it on it, or is it... How does that work? It's on it. 
It's somebody on it. hit you by a fairy fire when they run around, it. they're still fairy fired. It's not going to hit It's on it. Fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, well, it's. Target on It wobbles its glowy way towards you. It can get into the aperture, thereby plugging the aperture. You don't know how effectively. You think that might have actually been a good thing for you. Mm hmm. And then. Told you. <laughs> sessions purple. Uh, can you both give me. <laughs> Dexterity saving throws. Oh. Perception checks. Perception check. Perception only. Uh, I oh, get nice. oh, look, two nice. 24s. Fine. You don't hear anything, obviously. But you do notice, um, assuming that your attention is sort of mostly on the GQ, but you're sort of scanning around, the doors to the mystery room swing gently Whoa. open. The double doors. You can see three of these six-armed creatures. You can see into the chamber because the chamber is lit, lit by a soft and you think positive, healthy, friendly blue radiance. Uh. Standing in the doorway as these doors swing open is the six-armed horrible creature. Oh, fuck. And in all of your minds, a voice says, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew this wouldn't go well. No. <clears throat> I think this whispery bad guy voice number three, I can't do it. I have a question. Does the does it look happier than it did when we threw it a minute ago? Give me a perception That's a good question. Check. Though. Graham. Twenty four. Mm. Okay, wow. Okay. It looks the same as when you saw it before. It's carrying a crystalline green rod again. Oh, fuck's sake. Past it, when you look into this chamber, you can see the fountain. Is that the thing that makes us thirsty? Uh, well, you've heard the fountain. Alessandra has pressed her expert... I can't... <laughs> I'm trying to, I was going to go rude. <laughs> Not going to go rude. Alessandra has listened at that door and heard the sound of running water. This is obviously the source of that sound. The other thing is that you can see... Beyond our friend, Makar, you think it's called, this six-armed Greebly. Beyond yeah. our friend here, you can see the clearly wiped-out smear of what was once Hingehead. It looks like it's been sclobbled, probably by the same burst of green energy as seems to have executed the worms oh, in the relief. lake and destroyed the other sort of Kias that you were fighting in the lobby. Basically, that green burst of necronite energy has done for everything apart from this six hole greebly and the gelatinous cube and the gelatinous cube because the gelatinous cube is you know and the beetle behind the gelatinous cube uh, well you don't know about the beetle behind the gelatinous cube there was a beetle behind the gelatinous cube there was yeah. one and we haven't killed it so we know it's still somewhere yes unless it's undead or unless it was out of the range of the full uh, force of the uh, necro anti anti necrotic wave it speaks to you, right. and it's question, uh, as soon as I find my notes. The question is, which I know by heart, because I'm so well prepared, is, um, oh yes. Has a fragment of the seven been discovered? And what of the withered hand? That question rings in all of your minds. It doesn't speak, it's... Uh, communicating with you the severed hand come again oh really <laughs> great How, i don't know if i can do that actually lucas <laughs> just say it normally 
I didn't that was me saying it normally. <laughs> <laughs> Has a fragment of the seven been discovered? And uh, what of the withered hand? It's got to be the hand of Vecna, isn't it? Yeah, do we still have a segment? Well, or did we, get, we gave it away. Has your test pot? Marcus Doombringer has it. Mm. I have to scrub Lucas saying, Will this wind be so mighty from underneath other people yeah. talking about twice an episode? That, um, <laughs> not this time, though. Long, long it shall it stays in. <laughs> it asked, I think, Sessions and, if my recollection is correct, Parker. It sent questions into your individual minds. One of which was around whether or not an orphan sits on the green chair. Mm. And the other one was, has a piece of the sun been stolen? Oh, that's one we we don't know about, isn't it? Right, it's asked you four questions. Those are the four questions it's we asked you. We know about the prophecy of the orphan on the throne. Mm-hmm. We know about the, the seven. We didn't know about the hand of Vecna. What's Vecna called in your thing, Mike? Well, I don't think we've got into that. I think something that you've not... Asmodee? Asmodee's ancient name was Veshna. Yeah, there we go. So um, so we didn't know about the sun, piece of the sun being taken. So that is possibly an eclipse? Well, I'm not going to... We aren't going to do a big like thing, yeah. but we have discussed it. But let's not worry about it now. Have we? Yeah. It doesn't worry about it now. No. What, are, what, are we gonna, what are you going to do? <laughs> Once again. Um, well, It stands there regarding you. Well, whose round is it? That was it. It is Burple on nine. So Burple is going to do... He's going to move out of the... the, the what's it? The silent spell. Yeah, towards the gelatinous cube. Towards the gelatinous cube. He's going to do... See invis- cost see invisibility. Yes. And what does he see? So you can Let see just... onto the ethereal plane. Okay, I'm just doing a bit of... Uh, you can see onto the ethereal plane. Uh, you can't see Buggy, if that's what you were hoping buggy. for. That's what I was hoping for. Let yeah. me just check see invisibility. And then I will move around to... Let me just check see invisibility. Oh. I'm just going to make sure... Yep, fine. No, you can't see Uncle Buggy. Just wanted to make sure that that was it for see invisibility. Okay, and he will move around into that corner, around into the lobby... So you're running around into the corner of the lobby. Yeah, that's how the silence. Yes, it's in the little... You're tucking yourself into the little corner that's formed. Yeah, got it. Little slice. Johnny, would you like to join me in the broom cupboard? Sorry, could I just ask a question that Dan forgot to ask? Mm -hmm. When he was on the far side of the silence, does he still hear the muffled sound of the... um, Chittering. Chittering. Uh, No. I thought you just didn't hear it at all. I thought you what were we've uh, established is that the deadening effect of the G-cubes blocking the apertures means that you can hear that the chittering is there, but not in sufficient strength for it to affect you. And bear in mind, you also have uh, your okay. ears plugged. Anyway, I've got to go and join uh, Johnny. So if we can disarm it of its staff and then bust the crystal, right. that, um, might, that might work. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go and get the crystal. That's my... Yes, we've got uh, to kill the G-cube. Yeah. Do we need the silence spell? Don't know what's happening with the. I don't think it should stop you doing something else. If you want another concentration or, a, as we've discovered, a uh, delayed action spell. But I wouldn't probably take it down unnecessarily. Okay. I mean, you can step out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Running a bit low on spells. High level spells, anyway. Got one fifth, one fourth, one third, one second. 
fall first. Except I can't because I've done a fairy fire, so I've used it first. Fairy fire is first, that's for me your most useful spell. Yeah. I was hoping we might see Johnny, but maybe it's any plane, maybe it's not ethereal, maybe it's could astral. be astral. Yeah. I mean they're taking a long time. Oh, hello. Okay. Right. Right. Next, it is Alessandra on twenty. Alessandra's gonna move outside of the lobby through into the long sleep room, so exiting the Silence spell. So heading Head just a little bit west, up north, heading yeah. west. Yeah. So she's effectively facing the gelatinous cube. Yeah. And so you're staying out of, apart from when you have to jump through the aperture, duck through the aperture. You're staying out of the line of sight of this of the Greebly. Yeah. Got it. And then because the gelatinous cube's got fairy fire on it, she's attacking at advantage. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a perception so check? Getting a natural twenty for a thirty. There's something. On the other side of the, of the gelatinous cube, it's not a beetle. It's difficult to work out what it is. It's like a shadow, a form. You saw something, something kind of quite slight, something quite thin. Thin. Well, I mean, like I do, the beetles are these things, like little kind of yeah. the cars. Yeah. They're ten foot across. They're the size of vehicles. This is a maybe not a humanoid, but it wasn't a great big hulking beetle. It was something else moving quickly behind the gelatinous cube as you were. Moving around and drawing a bead upon it. Don't know what it was, but there was oh, something there. Don't know what it was. Oh, wonderful. Anyway, have you shot? You did a bit of damage on the on the gelatinous cube. Forty-six points of damage. I've got written down. Right. Oh, natural twenty. I got a natural twenty. Well, that. Do you want to roll for a critical? Uh, you might as well. It, it's okay. free. You, it's free. Hitting armor class loads. Um, yeah, yeah. That's going to be. 20. That's going to be enough. Okay, here we go. Gonna deal you a card. Turn your card over. What is it? Card. Any card. Says Ace of Diamonds. Thigh. Pierced. Double damage. Okay. What we're gonna do, we're gonna use the standard convention, which is double double is triple. So roll your damage, triple it, add the modifier. That is your damage. Including any um whatever. I mean you're gonna you're gonna destroy the cube. So okay. (laughs) I mean you're gonna I know how many hit points it's got. I mean it's conceivable that you won't. But I've got a feeling that you will. Have okay, you got enough so dice? Gonna... Let's get that. <laughs> Do we need? Here we go. <gasps> there we go. So that's forty-seven points of damage, so it's a, which we then it's a hundred and thirty, um, hundred and forty-one points of damage. Oh well, it's my actually, god! Oh, so plus it's forty-two. Po- it's forty-two points of damage, tripled, plus five. So it's a hundred twenty-six. It doesn't matter. Plus five. It doesn't. One hundred twenty-nine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, doesn't Paul, matter. Yeah. 131. Somehow, I mean, this is a very difficult thing to narrate. Somehow your arrow buries itself in this cube and the integrity of the entire structure just goes... <laughs> 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 and bits of stuff rattle around on the ground. Uh, bones, skeletal remains. If there were skeletons that were going to animate from within this thing, they're not anymore, clearly. They're just all scattered and whatever. Yeah. Shields go... Boing! And they do that, does that sort of dustbin lid. <laughs> it settles on the ground yeah. and the crystal falls to the floor. And I'm going to have to right. make this a saving winner. throw for the crystal. Uh, oh, really? uh, but I'm not going to make that saving throw now. I don't oh, yeah. think that the best thing no, to do... It's just a saving throw. Best thing to, no, I think it, yeah. the best thing to do Stealing is just... Dice to, again. Yeah, well, but, yeah, but no. Yeah, but I'm afraid you can't. Well, so can we use an ort dice? I uh, don't know that you can. 
Well, let's discuss this when we pick things up next. Uh, we play. Should have thought God. of it. Should have yeah. thought of it. <laughs> Merry Christmas, readers. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 